Hi everyone, this is Elaine here from Soberhood. This is my first episode. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of going to keep it really basic, um, unedited, conversational and short. Um, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while to try and, I guess, reach more people um, with the sober message and to help more people, really. Um, and I'm just totally winging it with this podcast. Don't even know if anyone will listen, but I'm going to put myself out there anyway, because I've learned in the last couple of years by giving up alcohol that, you know, putting, pushing myself outside of my comfort zone always brings rewards. And, you know, your comfort zone is safe, but nothing grows there. So I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to just talk to my phone um, as if I'm talking to a friend or talking to myself in my head um, and just going to keep it really real um, and just short uh, as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess I've had a lifelong love of learning and discovering new ideas and I have a belief that the more conscious and aware we become of our thoughts um, and the more concerned we become with our soul, the less we will want to drink. At least that's my experience. Um, the things I want to kind of explore in the podcast are, you know, to bring, um, I think I'll do a few foundational um, episodes initially to talk about um, tools and strategies to live alcohol free. But also I have a really big interest in um, the soul, consciousness, you know, living in the present moment, Buddhism, um, self-inquiry, self-development, self-compassion um, and ego work as well. Um, I also at the moment I'm quite into the universal laws of manifestation. I'm reading A Course in Miracles at the moment or studying it. Um, and all these things can be used really to help you stay sober, I believe. Um, so I guess I have big dreams. I, my dream is to change the world's reliance on alcohol one person at a time through self-love. I think that's really how I managed to stay sober or mostly sober I say mostly sober because um I I did um have a few drinks two weeks ago um after maybe a year and five months of sobriety I caved and <clears throat> the pain of the pandemic really got to me and I just wanted to numb it out and see what that that was like for a while um, and to be honest, it really reminded me of why I don't drink because I just felt numb, um, and it didn't help me work through any emotions. It didn't allow, you know, I was crying a lot and that crying just wasn't productive. It was just painful. And, you know, the next day I was still back where I was 
before I started drinking. So over the past year, I've been really working on, you know, sitting with the uncomfortableness of painful feelings and allow, like working through them. So, you know, you know, staying in bed all day, if that's what it, it means, crying all day, sort of recognizing what's coming up for me. But I really believe like the, the main transformation comes when you treat those feelings with compassion um, and you meet your kind of yourself where you are and you allow yourself, you know, to be in the mud of the painful feelings because we all get them. Um, and, you know, most of us numb them out. I mean, I numb them out on a daily basis with food or, you know, scrolling through my socials or watching, you know, TV. Um, and, you know, I used to numb it out with, with alcohol, um, drugs, um, and, you know, people numb it out with all sorts of things. So, um, I, I guess, I've kind of noticed that when I, the more I treat myself with compassion and self-love, the more I allow myself to be human, the more resilient I become, um, the stronger I become, um, and the less destructive I am towards myself and the better I treat myself. And, you know, the more you love yourself and the better you treat yourself, it only has and a positive knock-on effect on the lives of those around you. There's um, a really amazing Albert Einstein quote that I love. Um, it's setting an example is not the main means of influencing others. It's the only means. Um, and Gandhi also says, my life is my message. Now, I'm not Gandhi, <laughs> and I never claim to be Gandhi, but what I have noticed is by me giving up alcohol, it really has had such a transformative effect on those, on the lives of those around me. And that has blown my mind because that was something that I did not expect. I thought, I mean, I expected people to be unsupportive. And to be honest, I have really had not one person be unsupportive, which I'm really, really grateful and, 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 and blessed for. But I've noticed, you know, some of the heaviest drinkers around me kind of going, oh, well, if you can do it, then maybe I can do it. And, you know, kind of questioning their own drinking and in terms of like if and I always say like I'm not against, you know, alcohol. I just believe if it's bad for you, um, you know, if it's having a negative effect on your life, then it's bad just like anything else. Um, social media, if it's having a negative effect on your life, then it's bad for you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just believe that how you live your life and how you model your life, it, it kind of models that behavior for the people around you. That's not to say that, you know, you just do it to change other people. You do do it for yourself, obviously, but you would be surprised the people who come forward and say, you have helped me. Um, and, you know, people like my dad, who's 60, 
two, I think, he's given up drinking. I mean, which just blows my mind. Um, you know, if lots of people around me have e- emailed, have messaged, saying that they've given up drinking or that they've cut down their drinking or that you know they've questioned it and 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 they thank me, you know, and it just blows my mind because really all I'm doing is living my life how I want to live it, and it's just really. Um, Amazing to know that the more you live your life authentically to you, the more it has this domino effect to all of those around you. Um, you know, I'm really working on healing myself and I, I just believe a person who heals themselves heals the lives of those around them um, as well. And, and the generations before as well. So so I hope you'll join me. Um, I'm really looking forward to this, even though it is scary and, you know, it's pretty, um, yeah, basic. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm just going to leave you with this poem by Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, he's like a Buddhist, you know, Buddhist well, he's more than a Buddhist monk. He's like a leader of, um, he's like the Dalai Lama sort of, but um, he has this poem called Interrelationship. And it goes like this. You are me and I am you. Isn't it obvious we inter are? You cultivate, cultivate the flower in yourself so that I will be beautiful. I transform the garbage in myself so that you will not have to suffer. I support you and you support me. I am in this world to offer you peace and you are in this world to bring me joy. So thank you for listening and um, I hope to see you or um, chat to you next time and love to you and yours.